Yo Pots. Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Martin North Shopping Center. Sports Radio Station presents the number one motorsport show for two decades, Track Talk. Here are the racing boys, Scott Trailer and Kirk Elliott. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Track Talk here on Sports Radio 18 WHB. I'm Scott Trailer. He's Kirk Elliott. We're the racing boys. Todd Surprise helping us back here at the studio. Kyle back there at uh, 810 helping us out. So we appreciate everybody tuning in to the show today. we got a lot going on. Uh, we've got an interview that we did with Danny Lasoski um, earlier this week on mo- mostly motorsports with the Racing Boys and Lee Spencer. Plus we've got some sound bites from Brad Sweet, Carson Macedo, and David Gravel um, with their wins. Kirk, how you doing today? I'm doing good. You uh, you made it back in time for the uh, Super Bowl back here at your home, right? Well, listen. Just so you know, <laughs> I I took off from Daytona Thursday morning, and I left at 6 a.m. Kansas City time, and I rolled into Kansas City at 1 a.m. Man. And the reason you left is because you didn't like the weather forecast down there. I didn't you, like You the, didn't think they were going to get uh, what they got in in the last couple of nights. Well, and it was a little sketchy down there. It was. Yeah. They were lucky to get it all in. Yeah, no doubt. Um, tonight, the forecast down there for tonight is not very good. A 50% chance of rain tonight. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So I, I just decided that I was going to come home. And uh, just took off at 6 a.m. Kansas City time and rolled in here at 1 o'clock a.m. at uh, 1 in the morning. Nineteen hours of driving. That's a lot. I don't. 1,251 miles. No way I could have pulled that off. So you stopped, what, about four times for gas, and that's it? That's it. That's all I did. I didn't even eat. Well, you got to eat something. Well, you didn't I, have anything to eat. I, 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 what I ate, I ate a couple taquitos from uh, Quick Trip. That's good for you. And then I had a couple. <laughs> then I had a couple egg rolls from Quick Trip. Good food. That's yeah. healthy food. Uh, how about that? That's that that's me up, That's Kirk. some good stuff right there. Oh my! Kirk said and, that's and, good for you. And then, then I had a brownie that I ate. Uh, I wanted to stop at White Castle. I don't know if, do you like White Castle? Oh, oh your mic's not on top. Yeah. Sorry about that. Back when it was on uh, Metcalf, when we had one on Metcalf. Yep. Did you go to it I a used lot? to go to that one back in the day. Cause they don't have old... a White Castle now, do we? No. No. Nothing close. Mm-hmm. St. Louis maybe is the closest. Columbia. Columbia. There you we go. used to eat Exit at a, 128. There you go. <laughs> we used to eat at a White Castle just down the street from Indianapolis Motor Speedway when we went to the Speedway. So going to the White Castle just down the street, 
Right. Well, uh, the, there was, was one uh, in North was Kansas a, City. It was a tradition yeah. for us when we went to Indy. There was one in North Kansas City that I used to go to. The one wow. we went was on Metcalf right there at about 93rd Metcalf or 83rd Metcalf, whatever it is there. And, yeah. and it would be packed at night. I like because they had the dual lines. Mm-hmm. First restaurant, you know, that had the two sides because right. they were. Right. And, and uh, yeah, you got your bag of bag of, of uh, hamburgers, your Full fries. Small hamburgers. Oh, yeah. So you got a whole bag yeah. of them. Right. And then your fries and then your chocolate shake. I like the double jalapeno. Oh, see, you always go for the hot stuff. The hot stuff. The only White Castle I've ever eaten at is that one I was talking about in Indianapolis. That's it. That's it? So I don't one. even remember there being a White Castle in Kansas City. Yeah, there was like three. How oh, long yeah. ago was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. One in Oval Park, one in North, yeah, Kansas. North Kansas City, yeah. and then one up in KC Mo. I've lived so. here 37 years. It's got to be before that. Oh no. I, no. No, really? no, no! I think the last, I think the one on Metcalf shut down in the not right, right as we were moving. So nineteen ninety nine, probably ninety eight, would probably be the one when the one on Metcalf shut down. Right. I don't know, but uh, greasy I, burgers, I, I, you gotta love them. I right? love them, man. They're really good. <laughs> They're steamed. People don't realize. So those are a steamed burger, you know, with some onions on. Uh-huh. So they don't they don't really fry those. They get put in this machine that and then steams they, them. They, and, and and what they do with the to spice them up, they put pepper jack cheese on. Yeah, so that's you, all they that's do. All Is that they... enough to make your head sweat? You 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 get a you draw sweat on your forehead more than you know, anybody I've ever seen. A, a lot of people don't know this, but I put hot sauce on everything. Oh yeah, sriracha. I'm just the opposite. I like mild, no spicy, no hot sauce, none of that. But you love it. I love it. I love it when I get a good shine on my head. We did see a couple of nights of racing down there. I did. The All stars were yeah. in action. Two nights mm-hmm. they had. Uh, Brad Sweet and Carson Macedo picking up those two wins. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and, and we've got some interviews that Scotty Cook did for us as well, don't we? So what did you, what'd you find out walking through the pits down there at uh, Volusia? Well, you know, uh, I, I've got a really good feeling that Ryan Timms is going to be a contender for that midget championship. Driving the 67 car for Keith Coons right. Motorsports. I, I, I got a really good feeling about it. And Ryan Timms has been really good down there this weekend. In a wing sprint car. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he replaces Buddy Kofoid, who won back-to-back championships in that same car, in that right. same midget. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see when the USAC kicks off the midget season a little bit later on how Ryan Timms is able to pick up where Betty Kofoid left off. Do you think he can contend for the championship, Kurt? Well, sure. It's a championship-winning car, championship-winning right. team. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he as good a midget driver as Betty Kofoid? I'm not ready to say that. Uh, I, I wouldn't go quite there yet. Yeah. No, I But would... certainly he's got a chance at it when the car itself has won back-to-back championships. Yeah, no doubt so. about it. I, I think that... Uh... He'll be a contender for the championship. And in a wing sprint car, it, I think it, he'll win it, some races. What do you too. think Ryan Timms and Buddy Kofoid match up talent wise? Well, I think Buddy Buddy's is, a little bit better. Buddy's ahead. Yeah. Right now. He's got more experience. Right. Yeah. And I thought he was going to pull off a big win last night in that 11 car, but David Gravel had other ideas. Right. David Gravel went back to back last night. How about that, Kurt? 
Yeah, he won the makeup right the rain delayed race from Thursday night. Right. The Thursday night they had the four wide salute ready to take the green flag and, and here comes Mother Nature. So they, they ran, ran that to start the program after they ran a couple of modified they ran some modified heats right. at the start of yesterday's program and then they ran the rain delayed feature from Thursday night. Gravel smoked him in that. Very fast racetrack. Yesterday, with all the rain right. that they had down there. Right. And then uh, Gravel comes back after midnight local time in the fog. Right. To go back to back. Yeah. Um, Track Talk is brought to you by Rod In Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. So we'll be talking about them this uh, this summer on mostly motorsports with the Racing Boys. Um, Kirk, yesterday they ran that. That makeup race, what, about 5 o'clock? Uh, it's about 5.30 our time here. Yeah. Uh, the track was fast, as you can imagine. Buddy Kofoid runs second in that race, the first race, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Buddy's going to win some races this year. He did win a World of Outlaw race up at Houston Speedway last year. And uh, that's, a, that's a good race car that he's in. And uh, he's going to run... You know, as we pointed out, the full midget tour this year, but he's got a pretty heavy schedule in that wing sprint car this year as well. Yeah. Uh, David Gravel won that first feature. Uh, Buddy Kofoit was second. Danny Dietrich was third. Sheldon Hodenshield was fourth. And Logan Schuhart was fifth. Yeah, and some of the guys that you'd expect to be running up front had some issues. They didn't get qualified all that well. Hey, these races, you better qualify well and get yourself in the dash where you can get at least a decent starting spot. But you take a look at Brad Sweet. He got himself uh, started back, what, 14th in that race? He did get up as high as 6th in that race. But if you start too far back in these races, uh, it's going to cost you. Yeah, if you don't qualify good, right? right? It, it, the key is to qualifying well. And if you don't qualify well, it's going to put you behind the 8-ball. No doubt about it. Yeah. Look at Donnie Schatz, how far back he was uh, last night. He looked like he was going to come in to the World of Outlaw season and do well based on his performance in the All-Star events uh, on Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday nights. But uh, a guy that's looking to win his 11th World of Outlaw title, he's not off to as good a start as he had hoped to be. But David Gravel is. If there's anybody that's going to make a run at Brad Schatz this year, it's David Gravel. You talking about Donnie Schatz? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, do not count out Donnie Schatz for the championship this year. I'm telling you, visually, Kirk, when I was down there at Volusia, visually, Donnie Schatz was nearly as fast as anybody there. Do not count out Donnie Schatz for the championship this year. Now, I, I've got a feel that Carson Macedo is going to be one of the guys that you're going to have to contend with. He won 11 races last year, right? And I, I, I believe that David Gravel getting off to this great start down there at Volusia, he, he's so good down there, isn't he? He's just so good. You know, that, that's the that, – they – they tagged that track the world's fastest half-mile track. Is it faster than Eldora? 
Now, I wouldn't say that. I'd, I'd say El Toro is still pretty fast. But they advertise that racetrack as the fastest half-mile racetrack. But it's big and wide. and It's, it's really very fast. And, and, and let me tell you, when I was down there, they had a big bump coming up off of Turn 2. It's still there, by the way. Oh, man, it, it was there every night, and it, it's there's a big bump when you I think it cost two. Buddy Kofoid last night. You do? Because he at, at unsettled his car a little bit. Gravel knew how to maneuver around it, and he made that move to the outside coming off turn number two. And uh, I think Buddy got into that. You, you, I think you can miss the, the bump if you go below it or if you go above it. But if you hit that bump, it unloads the car, and it's it's a pretty serious bump. But the problem with last night is the track was so fast, it took a lot of rain. It did. And, you know, Donnie Schatz qualified 15th. The track wasn't very wide last night. It wasn't, and, and the heat races were just nothing but a, a freight train. Right. <laughs> there was no way to pass during the heat races last night mm-hmm. to try to mitigate whatever bad qualifying effort that she had but if you qualify 15th like donnie shots did last night that's going to put you behind the eight ball now brad sweet qualified 10th right. david gravel qualified seventh so if you if you qualify at least in the top 10 that gives you a, a fighting chance on a heavy track that's hard to pass uh a chance to uh, get yourself started up closer to the front with a chance to win these races. How, how bad was uh, uh, Buddy Kofoit disappointed running second again? We never heard from him last night. They did an interview. They did not interview the second and third place finishers last night because they wanted to get the modifieds out on the racetrack and finish up that program. Right. So we we didn't hear from Buddy Kofoid or the third place finisher. Parker Price, Miller, Logan Schuart. Parker Price Miller was fast qualifier last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Logan Schuart, uh was fa- had a fast race car last night, too. He started seventh, ended up in third. And uh, so he's he's a guy that looks good. You put Logan Schuart on these big half-mile racetracks. Right. He's always good at Knoxville. Did you think that Brett Marks, once he was kind of out there in the lead for a little bit, did you think that he was going to win that race? For a second, uh, no, I, I didn't. I thought I thought he's it was the either... all-time money winner right. for last year, right? Yeah, he won more money than anybody else last year. I thought it was either Betty Kofoid or David Gravel mm-hmm. myself. You know, um, uh, Todd, are we ready to run this Brad Sweet interview? Can we do that real yeah, quick? We can do that. Hold on one second. All right. Okay. Now, Brad Sweet was another guy I thought maybe had a chance to move himself up through there. He started 14th, got up to as high as 6th. But once he got to that point, he found it tough to really move, him, move his way up through farther than that. But right. Brad Sweet is the other guy that I thought had a chance to work his way up there to contend. Yeah, no doubt. You, you can never count out Brad Sweet, right? All right. Um, my, my camera was a little foggy. On, on this interview, so we'll play this interview now. This is uh, after Wednesday, or this after Tuesday night's win, right? In the All Stars. Yep. All right. Tuesday night's win. This is with Scotty Cook after the race. Three, two. 
Well, 2023 is underway, and Racing Boys is kicking off Speed Weeks 2023 with a check-in from Volusia Speedway, and this cat from Grass Valley, California, got it done tonight. Brad Sweet, one hell of a run. Yeah, thanks. Uh, obviously, uh, hats off to my team for you know bringing such a good race card here to the opening night at Volusia. Uh, it's not an easy place to to come and win against this competition. So uh, pretty happy. We had a great race car all night, uh, especially in the main event. We made a lot of great changes, kind of hit on it in the dash, and then, uh, you know, really just felt good in A. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for the rest of the week. Appropriately named the Big Cat because you laid in the weeds, as you do and have been known to do for a few laps, just to shake things out, but then you pounce lap 11. Yeah, I felt like my car was really good. I could be patient. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to let Logan and David get too far out, but I could really pace them and, and felt like uh, when the opportunity was there, you know, our car our car really came to life and kind of could go anywhere I wanted. Um, you know, out in the middle of the racetrack, was, I was really, really good. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that group is going to be there all week or not. So, you know, we'll just have to keep watching the racetrack and make sure we make good adjustments. And, you know, hopefully uh, we obviously want to start good. So, yeah, one for one, and hopefully we can keep it going. You've created a knack here the last few years for kicking your seasons off very well. Your third win since 2019 in all-star competition. That bodes well for the rest of the week and getting things started for 2023. Yeah, this is a momentum track. You, you obviously, if you can get a good balance early in the week, you know, it can pay off. It can pay dividends for, you know, since we're here five straight nights. So, you know, a lot of what we learned tonight will carry over, and, and we can keep fine-tuning. And you'll see guys get on runs, and hopefully we'll have one of those this week. Thanks, you there he is brad sweet winner of tuesday night's all-star opening round for the tezos all-star circuit of champions beat logan Schuart, david grabble spencer baston and carson macedo round out the top five should we go into the carson macedo real quick yeah carson macedo the winner Ready? on wednesday night Round two of the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Let's hear from Wednesday night's winner, Carson Macedo. The Sea Valley Ch- Transportation Speed Weeks check-in here, night number two at Volusia for 2023 Speed Weeks. And it's the little train that could. Carson Macedo got it done tonight, took advantage of a great starting spot in the A-Main. Trucked out early and in the 15th showed himself playing in the street for a while, but you had your hands full late. Yeah, I mean, I knew that this was going to be really good. I, I started to feel like I wasn't pacing through lap traffic quite as quick as I wanted to. And um, he did a good job there at the end. He just, you know, even with the front wing down. So uh, I feel like my car was really good. I thought Philip and the guys did a great job. But I was pacing really nice early. I thought that I was making, you know, some really good speed. And it just seemed like I, you know, made it there maybe a little bit at the end. But I think a lap car in front of the speed lines, I speed it something to get by. So um, all part of the deal. And now we get away from you know, Clyde and I were talking earlier uh, this evening. In fact, Scott Trailer and I were talking earlier today. Uh, the transition of the team uh, carrying the torch uh, of Jason Johnson. I know that you take so much pride in being a part of this team. Yeah, 100%. It's a first-class operation. That's what Jason built it to be. You know, I think that uh, I think our race cars are phenomenal. I think Philip Beats his cousin has taken that role uh, in, in a big way and, and done an incredible job. So uh, it's everything that you know, he ever probably wanted, and, and, and hopefully we're making him proud up there. So um, thankful to be the guy, you know, the lucky guy that gets to drive this 41 car. And I think one thing that you learned quickly with uh, Jason and Philip was. They never felt that they couldn't win. You always, every night, unload with this race car, feeling that you could win. 
Clyde uh, offered the same sentiments a little bit earlier. He said it would be his last year here, and uh, he said we think that we can win this thing this year. Yeah, I mean, I think that we have as good a shot as anyone. I think our our race team is is plenty capable. We got you know three of the best guys in the pit area, and um, I, I really feel that you know we're in a good spot. But you know, you never count your chickens before you hatch. There's going to be a really you know a really strong field of World of Outlaws for cars this year, and um, we're going to take it night by night, do the best we can. And, Wherever we end up at the end of the season is going to be what it's going to be. So right. um, we'll take it, you know, one night at a time and go from there. So we wrapped up the second night of All-Star competition, and it gets real tomorrow night for this guy from the state of California. Night number one for the 2023 World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series. Carson Macedo picks up an All-Star win for night number two of Speed Weeks tonight. Thanks to Scotty Cook for uh, doing those interviews, covering the events down yep. there in Florida. I thought Donnie Schatz had a real good shot at that race until Anthony Macri slid up in front of him and knocked that nose wing out. It didn't really hurt Schatz that much, even though it was a little bit cockeyed. But once it folded back over, that cost yeah, Schatz any that chance. Was it. it was over at that point. Uh, I've got a little soundbite you want to hear from Donnie Schatz. Donnie Schatz wasn't too happy with Anthony Macri. But come on, Donnie, say what's on your mind here. But uh, Georgia Henneberry, the uh, Flow Sports uh, pit reporter, asked Donnie Schatz about that nose wing, and here's his comments about that. Uh, it's probably, I better not say, um, just the way it goes. Back in the day when you race like that, you expect to get your ass whooped in front of the truck, but we can't do that in 2023, so... Uh, it is what it is. Um, you just have to live with it and go on. Um, car was really good. These guys done a great job. Uh, you know, obviously not running last night. It would have been nice to get them laps in, but we were solid there. I mean, it, uh, the, the nose wing got knocked down there, and, I don't know, five, flat five or something, and it didn't hurt me as much as I thought it really would, but it was, you know, I was trying to pay attention to make sure I keep my front end on the ground so I couldn't really get the gas going and then we got... Well, uh, he didn't mince words there. Anthony Macri hasn't made many friends down there this weekend. Well, he did the same thing to Danny Dietrich. Right, yeah. Too, uh, yeah. and uh, that that happened during the dash on Thursday night, uh, and uh, Danny Dietrich not happy about it. But, you know, Danny Dietrich's rubbed a few feathers, too. Yeah, no doubt. Double D is not one of the fan favorites, for sure. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Track Talk is brought to you by Rod In Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. And, uh, again, we're going to be covering them a lot this summer. So stay tuned for more right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Welcome back to Track Talk here. It's all brought to you by Rod In Supply. I uh, want to give a shout-out to Kelly, who's listening in from Central Point, Oregon. Marvin is listening in from Miamisburg, Ohio. So we want to thank those guys for tuning in to the show. Kirk, uh, we had a chance to talk to Danny Lasoski earlier this week. How about that? Yeah. He's uh, going to be inducted into the Carb Hall of Fame in three weeks. No doubt. He is a four-time Knoxville Nationals champion and the all-time winner. Why did Knoxville it take Richard. so long to get him into the Hall of Fame? Well, you always ask that question. I don't know why it took so long. But the important thing is he's going in. Right. As he should. Yeah. So uh, we look forward to that coming up on March the 4th. You're going to MC that 
We'll be there again. Right. Should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Lasalski was a guest on Mostly Motorsports on Monday. And here's a portion of that interview. And first of all, he talks about looking forward to a big, uh, big night of racing at Lakeside Speedway in early April. Talks about that, among other topics. Danny the Dude Lasalski from earlier this week. What do you think about that $50,000-to-win race at Lakeside Speedway? That's going to be a big one, isn't it? That's going to be a big one, and I'll be there for attending. I will attend that one. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, it. The, amount, the amount of money that's being thrown at 410 Sprint Car Radio, the late model guys, uh, you know, started all the big money races. Now we're starting to get it into the Sprint Car ranks with the million-dollar-to-win race at Eldora. you got 250000 to win at Cusett's. Uh, we're starting to see what late model racing has seen for a long time here. You got to be uh, thrilled about that. And how big is that for sprint car racing? I would be thrilled if that came about 10 years ago when yeah. I was racing. That would have been way <laughs> You were in your prize, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have really loved it. I said, man, oh, man. But I'm really excited for the sport of sprint car racing, man, for, for Tony to, to put up a million. And, you know, you got the Knoxville Nationals will always be the granddaddy. And having, you know, the, the race at uh, Williams Grove for the Williams Grove Open, all that. Everything, I mean, it's looking great. Now now 50000 to win right in our backyard in Kansas City. It's, it's all looking up, and I just hope it just continues to roll. As, as a driver, what, what besides the Knoxville Nationals, what do you think, where do you think we're at right now in, in 410 sprint car racing? Because it seems like it's making a resurgence right now. Would you agree with me? Sure is. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with it. In today's 410 racing, when these young guys with a talent has come out there now, and you know, you know, when Baby Jesus shows up and he, you know, he he's he's a he's a threat every single time. And, and you got Gravel and you got Macedo and, and you got all these young guys that's coming in, Buddy Kofoy and this Ryan Tim's kid. All these guys are coming up, and it's I mean, it's really looking strong for for World of Outlaw 410 sprint car racing. You know, you're the all-time winningest driver at Knoxville. Um, you've done so much with your career. Um, just kind of go through your career and, and what's what's it mean to you to to have all the success that you had? You've done so much as a driver. Um, are do you ever feel like you want to scratch that itch again? <laughs> Every single day, Scott every single day i'm 60 i just turned 64 and i still feel i can crawl in and get the job done at certain places obviously not not all the places but some of the places but i i am living proof that if you believe in yourself enough and you're hard-headed enough never ever give up on your dreams and your dreams can come true because i love this sport so much the the whole sport of auto racing not just sprint cars but everything i'm an avid fan now uh, and just so proud of what we've been able to do, and, and obviously can't do it um, on my own. You know, with the help of my dad along the way, 100% by my side, and a bunch of great car owners, and winning, winning the races, and, and and it's an honor to be the all-time leader at Knoxville on, on, on wins and championships, and it just goes to show you that uh, if, if you put your heart and soul into something, good things can happen. Did you did you feel like Danny that when you were crew chiefing for Brian? Did you get as much satisfaction out of that, it, 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 helping Brian, 
win these races and, and doing as well as he did. Did you get a lot of self-satisfaction out of that? I, I got a lot of self-satisfaction of, of getting him back on track because when I went there, he he was really struggling and, and needed to get it, get him. You know, his confidence was down, and I think by just me being there in person, that that really helped that. Um, but it's, it's a way different experience and a way different feeling to be able to win as a crew chief versus being a driver. Um, I can't say it's any better, but I can't say it's any worse either. It, it was a satisfying feeling. When he won the World of Outlaw race last year in Knoxville, it was a pretty pretty good feeling it came across, but it still doesn't make up for being behind the seat and, and being in control yourself. So what are you going to do with yourself? You're going to just – now you're living in Florida right now, right? Yeah, live in Ocala, Florida, and I'm heading to Volusia as we speak. I'm going to help uh, Brownie all this week at uh, Volusia. And then um, I'll be able to tell you in another week or so exactly what I'm doing. Maybe you can have me back on the show. Uh, just uh, talk about uh, where Brian transitions next. You're going to help him out this week down there. What's next for Brian Brown? Well, Brian Brown hired Chad Morgan back. Chad Morgan left for a year and went to, to uh, Ayrton Jennerton, and they, they got their wires crossed. And um, Brian asked me what I thought, and I said, I think if Chad comes back, uh, he can he can just go full steam because and it's not nothing. We have an open uh, open book on uh, knowledge that, that uh, not only do I have, Chad has, and we just gave it to Brian. So I think you won't even notice the difference. I think he'll come out really strong this weekend and all year long. Hey, hey, by the way, I just announced you're going into the Carb Hall of Fame here in just a few weeks. We put your dad in there here while, a few years ago. What do you think about uh, you're going into the Carb Hall of Fame here? That is such an honor. Just being have my name mentioned with not only my dad, my Uncle Tom, but all, all the people that were the Central Auto Racing Boosters. You know, that that in itself is, in my opinion, my opinion is a bunch of great racers, all great racers in, in that group. Oh. And it's, it's an honor and I'm really looking forward to it. Danny, what, what is the highlight of your career? Would it be the, the all time winningest driver at Knoxville or, or is there a race that stands out in your mind? That's maybe your favorite race of all time. Knoxville nationals. Wouldn't it? Um, I think, yeah, Kurt, I think you're right. I mean, the 1998 Knoxville nationals, if I had to choose one race, would be that race that that I'll never in my life ever forget because growing up as a young kid, as you all well know, around Missouri, that's what, and especially in a sprint car, that's that, what's what you live and dream and and continue today. You think about um, how wonderful that feeling was, and they never never can take it away from me. And, and I'm just very fortunate enough to be able to do it four times. And I know that if you ask Brian Brown that same question, as he thinks about it 365 days a year, as soon as the Nationals over, he thinks about the next year because you know not only has he put the effort. He, He's going to win it. I just don't know when. I just wish I could be there with him. Danny, does anybody ever offer you up a ride? Does anybody ever come to you and say, "Come on, let's uh, let's throw you in a sprint car"? Do you ever get that opportunity? Yes. I, I, I have that opportunity often, and and really appreciate of it. But just um, you know, up until this year, I've, I've been really busy. Oh, uh, was with Mason. Then I went with Brown. So I've been really focused on that. So. Probably if the next person offered me a ride, I'm probably going to take him up for it, on it. Listen, man, there would be nothing greater to see Danny Lasoski back inside of a sprint car, wheeling it around maybe a Knoxville or or maybe better yet, maybe you could get a ride and run that $50,000 to win race at the high limit race at Lakeside Speedway. Maybe that would be would, 
wouldn't that be fun? I, maybe I'll just tell Brian to get another 21 out, and we'd run two cars. You think he would do that? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> you know, one thing I like about you, Danny, you never announced your retirement. You never said you were going to retire no. driving a car. I am I am not retirement, and I'm not old. I'm just seasoned. So that I'll, I'll, I'm not retired yet. Yeah. Well, Danny, man, we, we really appreciate you being on the show with us today. And, uh, man, it, it's just not the same not seeing Danny Lasoski out there driving a sprint car. Uh, I think a lot of people would love, would love to see you back in behind the wheel of a car, and um, hopefully we'll be able to see that uh, uh, again someday. Well, I, I'm I'm with you. I'd love to do it again, and it's been my career is just in my eyes second to none. Uh, I've pretty much done. You know, there's always more to do, but I can't complain. I've had a really good uh, career. Met a a ton of wonderful people. And they're more like my family than my family because I'm, I'm, I'm around them all the time. And, and just uh, just very happy, and, and it's a pleasure being on the Racing Boys once in a while. You can't tease yeah. us just a little bit on what this big announcement is, can you? Come on, I can't wait. It, I can't just tell you, you I'm going to be right in the middle. I'm going to be right smack and dab in the middle of 410 sprint car racing. I can just tell you that. So yeah. I will tell you, as soon as, as soon as I get it all, everything lined out, I'll tell you, probably it'll be, be with another week. We sure appreciate you taking the time to join us, Danny. You, you've always been a, a, a great supporter of the Racing Boys, and, and we can't thank you enough for always being there for us. It seems like it was just yesterday when Tom Wilson and I had you on our show <laughs> back in the day in 1998. It, it seems like it was just yesterday, that's for sure, but we really appreciate it. And we and all of us at Sprint Car World really appreciate what you and Kurt do for for Sprint Car Racing and all of racing. You know, you, you 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 get the you get the word out, you get the truth, and you and you don't quit. And that's what I love about you. You're the uh, world of outlaws or 410 racing in my mind of uh, radio. So keep up the good work, guys. There you have it, Danny Lasoski joining us. What do you think? We you appreciate do? those kind words. Yeah. What do you think? Uh... What do you think is coming up? What do you think? You think he's going to drive a 410? I don't know. He's got something in the works down there. He moved to Florida, and we kind of heard last year that he, he lives down to... there with his wife. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we had heard that he was. That, you know, this was always kind of a temporary thing, helping Brian out. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was ever planning on doing that for the long term. Yeah. He wanted to get get Brian headed back in the right direction right. now chad morgan is coming back which that makes a lot of sense you know i i had a long discussion with chad morgan down there at at volusia and he's really pumped up about coming back and helping brian um it didn't work out between him and Ayrton uh, for some reason i i don't know what happened over there but um i, I gotta feel that he feels like he's in his comfort spot when he's back with Brian Brown. Yeah, and, may, and maybe he's stepping away for a year, being away from it, and then coming back right. that uh, they'll be stronger for it, both of them. So yeah. I hope so. It's pretty stiff competition down here this weekend that to get uh, things running up towards the front. With but that Brown's looked pretty good, though. He's yeah. looked pretty good down there. Yeah. If you go, Dan, go ahead, Kurt. I was just going to say, Danny Lasowski, uh, what else can he accomplish? He's won the World of Outlaw Championship, by the way. He did right. that back in 2001. He's got four Knoxville Nationals crown, the all-time winning driver at Knoxville. At Knoxville. Uh, 
whatever else, I suppose, maybe going to Eldora Speedway and winning a big race there. But yeah. Brian Brown has got a lot of those kind of goals still out there, too, namely the Knoxville Nationals, which he, yeah. he's finished second, what, three times in that race, but's not been able to pull it off. But uh, Danny Lasowski, at the age of 64 years old, what, he and Sammy are still out. Sammy <laughs> is older than Danny, by the way. Would you say that Brown or Lasowski is better of the two? I would say Lasowski. Well, you'd have to say, based on the whole career, Danny yeah. Lasowski mm-hmm. with his resume. If you go World back, Outlaw champion and four-time Knoxville Nationals champion. If yep. you go back and listen to that whole interview, that was just a, a partial piece of that interview. How long is that interview? Almost 24 minutes. So there's a few more clues. If you go in there and listen to the whole interview, I kind of cut that interview up and rearranged some things so it sounded, we kind of hit around. But there's some clues in there. If you get a, he's not going to be back here to to be at the Hall of Fame induction. Right. He's not not going to be here. That's one clue. He's got a commitment to be at the World of Outlaws at Volusia Volusia. that weekend. Let me tell you something. So there's a few clues in that interview. If you go back and listen to it and piece them all together, you may get, if you, you might Uh, be uh, able to get uh, a little closer uh, to what he's going to be doing. I'm going to tell you this. Ayrton Jenneton is going to be a stud behind the wheel of a race car. That guy is showing a lot of promise and He's got a lot of talent, and he is just oozing with that talent. And I think he's going to be really good, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's already uh, he's a young enough driver yeah. that you can kind of compare a lot of what he's doing with what Brian Brown's career yeah. has been. Uh, you give Ayrton Jeniton another 10 years and look where his career will be. I just think it'll be uh, on an upward upward slope. Ryan Raglan says, my guess is he'll be a World of Outlaw official. I don't think so. Nah, that's not Danny's style. That's not Danny's style. What uh-uh. do you think, Todd? Do you have any guess? I, I think he's going to be driving, he's gonna be driving a, partial a, schedule, a partial schedule yeah. all 410, and he's going to probably do an outlaw, outlaw schedule. You know what I mean? Pick and choose some races he hasn't won at and yeah. a few that he's dominated at and – Stay on his home ground when he doesn't isn't out on the road. That's that's what I'm thinking. But. Yeah, no doubt. All right, we're going to take a break. Um, it's all brought to you by Rod In Supply. We can't thank Bob Douglas enough for being a part of um, mostly motorsports and track talk right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We'll be right back. little rage against the machine there. All right. Welcome back to Track Talk. It's all brought to you by Rod In Supply. Again, uh, great supporters of the Race of Boys. They've been with us since 2003, Kirk. Rod In Supply. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. And it's a Kansas City-based company, which we're very proud of, Rod In Supply. Right. But they're nationally and worldwide known. No doubt. Because they, they offer... Uh, service and parts for racers the whole world. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, last night, David Gravel picked up another victory, Kirk. He did two in the span of about seven hours. Right. He crawled on top of that wing, 
And driving that number two Houston Speedway sponsored Todd Queering owned race car. And if you remember, at the end of last year, he made a pretty good run at Brad Sweet for that championship. He did. And got down to the world finals thinking he might even have a shot. Well, they've come out loaded for bear in 2023. And I look for David Gravel to uh, get himself in a position where he's going to finally pull off his first ever championship. Right now, David Gravel is the current point leader. He's leading the points 12 points over Buddy Kofoid. And you would be if you win the first two races of the season. But I got a feel that Carson Macedo is going to be in the middle of it before it's all said. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Brad Sweet and Donnie Schatz. All those guys are going to have a pretty good run at it this year. Well, let's hear from David Gravel after he went back-to-back. And the, the nightcap was in, in the fog last night. Scotty Cook interviewed David Gravel last night at Volusia Speedway Park. Well, it was uh, back-to-back for the World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series today here at Volusia Speedway. And it was also back-to-back a double dip for David Gravel, buddy. Impressive effort, two for two tonight here at Florida Speed Weeks. Uh, yeah, it feels really, really good. Uh, couldn't ask for any more, you know. Uh, we got in the dash both nights, put ourselves in position. We had a good race car both nights and took advantage of it. So, um, yeah, we're drawing a seven and going to fourth in the dash yesterday. I know we had a good race car and uh, was able to win then. And then today drew a four and got to third in the dash. And just had to bide my time, but caution came my way and uh, gave me an opportunity to pass Buddy and was able to get it done. You know, you'll remember this day forever, obviously, but uh, for one particular reason, the old fog rolled in about the time the four wide went and. Uh, I know from the fence and turning one and two, I couldn't see on the other side. How was it from behind the wheel? Yeah, it was getting worse and worse. I'd probably say about right now, it's probably not very good out. Uh, we got the last traffic. It was hard to see to see too far ahead of you. And, and uh, yeah, just luckily uh, I was in the lead when the fog rolled in. And if it ended early, I was okay with it. But if I was running second, you know, it would have been not as good. But, uh, yeah, just, just happy great day yeah we'll let you get out of here i know a lot of people uh wanting to chat with you and get autographs and whatnot but as uh, deflated as uh 2022 ended this is an absolutely outstanding way to get your 2023 started yeah thank you we're we're ready for the season all right that's uh david gravel going back to back tonight at volusia and uh an impressive effort on a night where we saw rain showers right after the first day main. And about five hours later, we wrapped the second one up. So very special thanks to the fine folks of Mesilla Valley Transportation. David Gravel goes back to back at Volusia to kick off the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series for 2023. And we'll see if he can make it three in a row tonight as right. he's scheduled to run night three. Down there tonight at Volusia Speedway Park. He is so good around Volusia. Yeah. I mean, he had that thing set on kill last night. I yeah. mean, he was fast. He, he he went smoking by Buddy Kofoid last Yeah, night. I'm wondering if Buddy got into that bump up there that's uh, kind of pronounced up there, and and uh, and that might unsettle his race car a little bit. But I still think Gravel was had a faster race car. Right. 
Um, Carson Macedo's currently fifth in the points, Kirk. Is that to, to be concerned this early no. in the season? Two two races in. Right. It, it just all a product of where these guys finished in the first two races. We got a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, for this points championship, but it is important to get off to a good start. And if you compare what David Gravel did to what Brad Sweet has done the first couple of nights, right. you're thinking early in the week Brad Sweet is going to be even faster than he was at the start of last year when he won his fourth straight championship in the World of Outlaws. But then you see where Brad Sweet qualified last night, where he ended up. He had to start 14th, ended up 6th. And compare him to what Gravel did. Gravel's got the upper hand on Brad Sweet to start off the season. That, I think, is a big deal. Let me just say this about Brad Sweet. He averages he averages about fifth place. That's his average last year. Yeah. It was about a fifth-place finish. And he's done that every year that he's won the championship. He's averaged about fifth place. And that's consistency, and that's why he's right. won these championships. David Gravel has had some good nights. He didn't win the nights. most amount of races last no, year. right. Right. Uh, when he ran strong, he ran very strong. But the thing that's won these championships for Brad Sweet is consistency. He's yeah. He really only had like one or two bad nights the whole year. He got, uh, got in trouble up at Williams Grove. Uh, during the National Open, he had a he had a car. He got upside down at Houston's one night. And when you can remember the bad nights that Brad Sweet had, which isn't very many, that's uh, that's what you look at in these championships. Can Buddy Kofoit contend for a championship? You think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Will he win? I don't. I you know I'm not going to place him among the contenders. Because when you start comparing him with Brad Sweet, David Gravel, Carson Macedo, Donnie Schatz, I'm not ready to put him in that category yet. Don't count out Donnie Schatz. He'll be right in the middle of it before it's all said and done. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to uh, Track Talk here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. I can't wait for the Chiefs game tomorrow. How about you, Kurt? Go Chiefs. Man, I cannot wait. (laughs) Let's get to tomorrow. And let's get it going. I can't wait. It's going to be a great game. What's the score, Kurt? Oh, my. I'm going to say 24-21. You're going to say 27-24. What do you think, Todd? It's going to be a good game. Good game. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time right here on Track Talk. It's all been brought to you by Rod In Supply. It's all been right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB.